Steel Nerds. This is episode 212. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. Ow. Ow? Everything hurts. Yeah? What did you do? Like, try to stand up too Ev- fast? Everything sorta? Yeah? I sorta did do something up too fast. Yeah? Yeah. My my lats hurt. My shoulders hurt. My mid-back hurts. These sound like old man getting out of bed injuries to my, me. My inside of my thighs hurt. Standing up out of a chair. My calves hurt. Driving for more than an hour. Closing my hands hurt. That's weird. My wrists hurt. Okay. What did you do? Um, I did a thing over the weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I went to San Diego. Okay. And uh, me and Crash from uh, Cafe Racer mm-hmm. uh, went to sc- uh, a motorcycle school of yeah. sorts. I see. Well, we'll have to, we'll put a pin in that one. We're going to have to hear about that one later. Okay. Because, you know, I was thinking that a lot of your safety techniques could use some improvement. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, also, it could be that you're old. So much pain. Oh, man. It's our holiday show, Chuck. Oh, it's the holidays. Yes. Yes, it, it is. feel like Christmas. No, no, it doesn't. Because there's just not that much snow. I got my snow tires on the bandit and everything. And like, well. Yeah. Yeah, I I did take that last snowstorm we had. I took the Ural out, uh-huh. delivering cookies around the neighborhood. Cool, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> drifting the Ural. Yeah, it's a hoot, right? <laughs> until until the front plows, and you're like, uh, this isn't the end. I want to drift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it was good. Cool. Yeah, I did make it up a couple driveways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just start doing this sideways. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> friends watching me like, did you mean to do that? Yes. yes. <laughs> Everything's fine. We'll go with yes. Let me tell you that that could be so much worse if you had sport rubber on. First winter with I the bet. bandit, I didn't put knobbies on the front end right away. Yeah. So I had sport rubber on the front. Uh-huh. You don't do that ever. <laughs> that stuff gets cold, like like below freezing cold. Yeah. It doesn't do shit. I bet. It's just like there for looks. <laughs> <laughs> you break the front wheel and it's like, eh. turn the front wheel, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> Give me a quarter of oil. Go to hell. <laughs> Hang on. Give me a quarter of oil. <laughs> Good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. But uh, I figured I would get uh, I would get all festive this morning because my my wife got some uh, USB uh, powered lights for me, some LED lights. Okay. So you the know, little ones. Yeah, just little little USB. Yeah, yeah powered like Christmas lights. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so I got um I had the uh, the little battery that like came in like the the Harley random shit pack from uh from um AM Expo. Uh, didn't oh as, yeah, yeah, it didn't have as much power as I expected. But um, I'm surprised it had that much. <laughs> wait for that. Continuing. Um, hi Ted. Hi Ted. <laughs> so did it only have one break? <laughs> so so I I plug the lights. I I'm like okay, I can plug the lights into this and it'll work fine. I'm like, okay, so I get the box and I look on the side of the box, like 26, length 26. I'm like, okay, that's, that's, I'm going to have to wrap it around a couple of times. But, you know, like the sidecar is about six feet long. So that's like four trips around, right? Okay. Give or take. Around what? Really just like the front to back of the sidecar. Oh, okay. You know, six okay. feet back and forth, like four times, like 24 feet. It's close enough, right? And I'll just throw the rest inside. Okay. I open up the box and I pull out some lights. And then I pull out some more lights. And then I pull out more lights. And then even more lights. The Canadian listeners have already figured out the mistake I made here, which is I looked at the side of the box and it said 26.6 long. And I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, 26.6 feet. No. No. 
Meters? Meters. <laughs> so What kind of batteries so, does it take? I, it just takes USB. That's the crazy part. Oh, all right. Like, and it lights the whole damn strand up. Oh, wow. So, so there I am. 80 fucking feet of Christmas lights on a sidecar. I'm like, uh. This is amazing. Well, uh, I don't have enough time before work to wrap these up. <laughs> I mean, because, like, I could wrap the whole sidecar with it. Just look like a, a, I'd be lit up like a literal Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, I may do that tomorrow. We'll see. I've got. Um, I I feel inspired now. I need to go do that. Yeah, yeah. So 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 I just like I so I dump seventy feet of lights into the tub and covered the tonic cover <laughs> and just wrap the rest around the top. Would that be legal to ride around in? Uh you know the cops didn't stop me. Okay. No one arrested me. So okay. <laughs> Did I talk about my Ural thing? No. Which Ural thing? The thing where you couldn't find the registration, or you didn't register it, or any number of other legal entanglements that you seem to have yeah so i was apparently riding it around for about a year well <laughs> without a register valid registration and no one stopped me <laughs> yep. I, I'm, I'm starting to think that when with the sidecar bikes they're just they're just hypnotized by the sidecar right they're like whoa that was a sidecar was his registration good i have no idea man was that covered in lights whoa <sighs> Was that on fire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you smoke screen your. That, that's one way to go. You smoke screen your, <laughs> your license plate. That works well. Oh my god! Next year, one of us has to do the headless sidecar rider. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The pump, flaming pumpkin head <laughs> in the sidecar. Yes, nice. I thought this year I was I was considering like, do I get a Santa and Putnik? Some of the you know sidecar guys do that. I was thinking what I actually really want is a Christmas tree. In the like, sidecar? There's just a couple of stuff. I had a tree in it before. Yeah, you carried one in it. Yeah, yeah. but I got, a, I got a fake tree now, so whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, a small fake tree that I could like, stand up in the sidecar. And drive around. And have like driving around with it riding like next to me. Tinsel and the garland. Oh, yeah, traffic. with just like, shit on it and lights and everything. Like I think that would be sort of cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, uh, 80 fucking feet of lights. Um, so, you know, if you... I got to say, if you're looking to light up a bike, this is, this, this will light it up. I bet. Oh my really, God. I got to really. do that to do your own now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you, you plenty of power for them. I mean, if they're running off of a stupid little USB bank, like, yeah. And it's really easy to turn them off then. Cause you just unplug them. Yeah. And I've got the accessory plugs in the sidecar. So yeah, the hardest Shit, part yeah. honestly was like getting away from it while wearing the arrow stitch suit and my Helite vest, because of course, <laughs> you know, at least one loop of that thing was fucking caught on me. <laughs> I start walking away. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. Empty crushed Son oil of can bitch. bounces off of you. Clank. <laughs> Give me some more oil, shithead. That's fucking awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the, the bandit as, as oil shot gunning frat guy really just fits the bike so well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what else holidays? bullshit you got uh holiday bullshit so i found your gift for me last year and i had two days to use it so i had to really quickly come up with some but i was like okay i love aerostitch gloves okay and so i'm gonna get some uh of the insulated ones they have because oh. they have the elk skin gloves that are insulated with merino wool yeah yeah. so i get them the same size i usually get and if you're thinking of getting these so take a look at these gloves on my hand no one can see this but they look about right right yes like about the right length yes yes okay here's the problem the liner is very thick and so no so no <laughs> so i literally was riding home like having to squeeze as hard as i could to overcome the gloves so i'm going to oh return them for better ones but 
you got to try these things on, okay? Right. So these aren't these aren't like the Thinsulate gloves in a crappy one. These are the nice elk skin gloves, which I love from Arrow Stitch oh, Jesus. with the merino wool liner. I feel like OJ Simpson. Yeah, I know. It's totally the OJ effect getting into that, uh, right? Like, uh, like the liner adds so much bulk, but feel how like they are soft that is inside. Yeah. It's amazing, right? But yeah, you're right. It's hard to it's hard to do anything. You just don't like want you just to have big sausage fingers. I do not want to I can't imagine wrapping these around a handlebar. I uh, dude, my hands ache from it. So you talk about yours aching from wheelies. Mine ache from those gloves. I just don't wanna I'm sorry, you must have quit. <laughs> yep but like so so if you're thinking of ordering these order a size up that's wow. what i'm gonna go do but right. how good does that liner feel and i gotta tell you it's riding heavy. along i was not cold at all like i was i'm colder in my i'm colder in my heated gloves. do you have the uh the over mitts over uh not this year i had crappy over mitts and i've just been lazy and haven't put them on yet okay um mostly because getting them over the bar end mirrors on the bandit is kind of bitchy yeah i can i get that Hit it, 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 you fucking bastard. <laughs> but you know, yeah, whatever. All things in their time. So far, so good. Christmas is kind of a dead time for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my parents died. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, so you, you're you don't have siblings. I don't have siblings. And you got the one kid. I got the one. So kid. she comes over, but that's. Yeah, I mean, you know, like tomorrow's my mom's anniversary, and then mm-hmm. a couple days after that's my dad. So. Oof. You know, it's not the most festive. Joys. No, no, I can imagine. Mm. So, eh. well, but I do I'll, see you're drinking your Christmas present from oh, Ro. Yes, I'm drinking my Christmas present from Ro. It turns out if you want to get really fancy coffee from Ro, all you got to do is give him an old helmet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I loaned him. I loaned him my carbon fiber helmet when we were in uh, Aim, and I warned him. I'm like, you're not going to want to give it back. He's like, yeah, whatever. It'd be a big deal. He gets, he wears. It, he's like, can't have it back. <laughs> so I need some beer. But yeah, so this is the Coffee House Milkshake Stout, um, which is from Rochester Mills Beer. So I had the blonde uh, coffee house that came with it before, that also came with this. That one was really good. Um, that one was like a little bit sweeter and had like a little more, uh, a little more of the sweet coffee flavor. Yeah. Um, this one's like a, a richer coffee. It's not quite as good, but it's still pretty darn good. So it's a coffee flavored beer. It's coffee flavored beer. All right. Which, if you know, just for the record, if we're keeping if we're keeping track, this is about as taut as it gets. Yeah. Like if it had a picture of a sidecar on the side of it, but it's yeah. fucking done. <laughs> we hit all the high points right there. A side a sidecar with a Labrador in it on the side, and you just we're done. It's all over. All right. So, Ro also sent me a Christmas present. Yeah. What did he send you? He sent me a. Uh, let me bring it up here. A Goku model from Ooh, Dragon Ball. Ooh, fun. A one-eighth scale Goku that you can pose. Yes. Fun. I, well, first I have to build it. You have to build it? Yeah, it's it's from the same company that makes all my Gundam models. You have a Goku Gundam? I have a Goku Gundam now. Everyone who doesn't watch anime is like, fuck, it's a Goku. But it's just Goku, yeah. It's just a guy from Dragon Ball, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I have to build it. Awesome. Yeah. So that, that hits all of my checkboxes. Mm-hmm. All the checkboxes. <laughs> so so the trick is, if you're ever in a Secret Santa situation and Ro is going to be your possible Secret Santa, make sure you arrange that. Like, <laughs> like cheat. Because <laughs> he's, he's really good at picking gifts. Put all your names in that. Yeah, put your name in all. Ro, 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 Ro. And no matter what you pull out, you say, I got Ro. <laughs> Someone's like, that can't be possible. I got Ro. No, you didn't. Shut up. Come here. You got nothing. Biff. You're fired. <laughs> <clears throat> also, I, I since I'm looking at the coconut bra, 
Mm-hmm. I have to say hello to um, auxiliary wheel nerd Monda. Mm. She's in Hawaii right now for Christmas. Oh, so smug. Right. So very <laughs> smug. Nothing. She's posting nothing but pictures of her in Hawaii. Do you see my fancy pin, by the way? I joined the Vespa Club of America. Oh, you did? Yeah. You get it. You know, fancy hold little. It? Yeah, you like, can hold it. It's fancy. And you get uh, a proper patch. I should have brought my, my reading glasses. Yeah, I know. I feel the same way. I think there are some on the desk here someplace. Is, there one, is the one for the number The, the year? one is for the number of years so that you've you had. Pin. So yeah, it's like the AMA. Pin. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like the AMA, but way hipper. Oh, and this, you get a patch. Like oh, a, patch is, like a really cool patch, actually. Why does it have a B on it? Or is that a hornet? Because Vespa literally means wasp. In, uh, in, in in Latin and in Italian and in most Romance languages. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, no one cares about your white language. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it You're was, like, it was really This literally means boss. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Let me check the fuck you list. Oh, that's on here. What do you know? <laughs> Have a nice day. Yeah, so I thought that was really neat. Um, you know, because the United Sidecar Association, which, oh, Chuck, do you know where the U.S. Sidecar Association's uh, shindig is next year? Idaho. Fucking Idaho. We are so there. I'm good with that. When? Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, near the end of July. End of July. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll, yeah. we'll stick it on the calendar. We are all over that shit. <laughs> I'll just set off a day ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just go by you like you're standing still. <laughs> what was that? Was it blue? I don't know. I couldn't actually see it. It was a phantom. I'll have a oil can dangling on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that shit. <laughs> click, 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 click. Later, fuckers. Clunk. <laughs> <laughs> Does the done yet? <laughs> Crunch, clang, <laughs> bitches. Yeah, that fits you. Yeah, <laughs> that bike's definitely you. It's yeah, it's it's got that. that it just gives off that vibe. Yep. That whole the whole Gen Two oil eaters all give off that vibe <laughs> from the bandit. All the bandits. Ah. So, uh, though you know, I one thing I was thinking about for a really nice Christmas decoration. What if I took the derelict Strom, which has no tank, no seat, no underseat storage, no battery compartment, no much of anything. It has parts of an engine. Um, a frame and wheels. Yeah, parts of an engine. Parts rolled it out in front of the house and put the Christmas lights on it as a decoration. <laughs> Do you think I could get another angry letter? Maybe. I don't think it would be like that, that angry dragon letter. <laughs> that, yes if you haven't seen the angry dragon letter that's going around go look that one's hard to beat yeah yeah go go look up the angry dragon letter and see if you can notice any similarities to my toilet letter but yeah i i, I approve of this idea it's, you, it you seems it. it seems like a really good decoration you just like get like another fake tiny christmas tree and just jam it through the front <laughs> I, I was just gonna just put the lights on the bike <laughs> you know that's good right i'll take good care of the front wheels Trevor. <laughs> wheel nerd listener Trevor has laid claim to the front wheel. He's like, I, I could really use that for a project. I'm like, okay. For a project. I figure I figure what I'll do is I'll uh, I'll ex- I'll extract uh I'll get for really valuable parts, I'll see if I can extract some work from people to help me get it on a trailer and take it the rest of the boneyard. <laughs> I've got a trailer. Do you? Yeah. I didn't know you had a trailer. When did you get a trailer? Like a, uh, about a week and a half ago. No shit. Yeah. Okay. I pull it with the Subi. It's a little like five whatever by it'll carry a bike okay yeah. especially one that's on its side yeah nice all right we're going to the junkyard woohoo 
clank. <laughs> hey, if we're there, we can talk to Bill, who owns the boneyard on the west side. Okay. He's supposed to be cool as shit. Okay. Yeah. Fucking, so we're all over it. Fucking A. Boneyard trip for the wheel nerds. In the meantime, let's go shopping. Shall we? Ah. Mini crotch rocket, not pocket bike. Oh, I was going to say, is it a pocket bike? It's bigger, does work. Oh, okay. $400. Thanks for setting me straight. Selling a super bike crotch rocket for youth bike is not perfect, but it's okay. Does run and drive, though. My son lost the key. I was able to hotwire to make it work. Not stolen. Bike goes about 45 miles an hour. Needs some TLC and maybe a car clean since we have not used it for over a year. Runs like absolute shit. It is electric start, has a whore and lights and turn signals. Not all attached. Asking $400 cash. But can be talked down to three. (laughs) (laughs) I I love the code, right? Like the needs some TLC and maybe a carb clean. That's like code for like doesn't fucking run. Seriously. This picture is like an optical illusion to me. Yeah. I keep to me. It looks like two different bikes side by side or or like they have a really wide angle lens because the top of the bike looks sort of largish. Yeah. And the bottom looks really teeny. To me, it's like the tank and the wheel, mm-hmm. the red parts, look yeah. like a different bike behind that black bike. I think there's a very good chance that's actually the case here. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. So most of the bike is like primer black. Yep. Um, and that tank does not look healthy. No, the tank does not look healthy. It's got the squarest motherfucking back wheel you've ever <laughs> seen. And I say this as a man with an actual square back wheel. And it's tiny. Yes. <laughs> and it is teeny tiny. It is little wheel. It's like it's like one of the Oh my god, that front. Wow, the front is okay, so I'm I've got a I am developing a theory. A theory is coming together, Chuck. Look at how well the plastic fits. Uh-huh. It doesn't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is plastic they got out of a junkyard from another bike. Todd. Stuck it on to make it look fast. Todd. What? Everything in this picture came out of a junkyard. <laughs> well, okay. And got stuck right. on. Nope. <laughs> Uh, well, see that but, porch that came out of a junkyard okay all right the siding on the see house See how there's an electric cord that goes in through the front door <laughs> that uh, ain't normal i okay i i see i see where you're going with this yes okay that's fair everything came out of yeah okay you win this round chuck they're, they're running that that yellow power cord is running the entire house and it's going to their neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! My favorite part. Oh about no! This is, it's not going to their neighbors. It's going to a generator. To up a, front. No, that's the air compressor. <laughs> yeah, there's a generator and an air. Wow, that's really this is this is one of those pictures where the things in the foreground are less interesting than the background. <laughs> yes. Are those zip ties? Uh, oh yeah, those are zip ties. Yeah, holding the they're holding. Well, duh, they're holding the plastic onto the handlebars. Duh. Possibly. <laughs> possibly. And I say possibly. Like, I don't know for sure. Uh-huh. It's possible they're holding the triple together. I think it is. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Just a little. Right? Like, I mean, not like not like a lot holding triple trees together. There isn't a lot holding triple trees together. <laughs> let's be honest. But just like, you know, kind of holding the triple trees together. <laughs> I also like the fact, and this is my favorite bit, the triple trees on this bike are not symmetrical. I just want you all to stop for a second and picture that. Imagine looking down at the triple trees of your bike, and they're not symmetrical. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I hope you like right turns. Well, we don't have to worry about that, because in order to do a right turn, Mm -hmm. you would need to go 
Oh, right. <laughs> well, no, Chuck, it just needs some TLC and maybe a card clean. And, and a key. Yeah. Pro, pro, well, and a key. You know, but d- details, details, Chuck. You've got you to see the potential in this bike for it. Uh, you could. Okay, so. Goes about 45 uh, miles an hour in a trailer. Yeah, yeah, like like and rolling the back of Zach's truck, roll, <laughs> rolling down a hill. <laughs> wow, uh, I want to see that front end again because that's just amazing. Let's 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 enjoy the front end together for a moment. Wow, yep, that that's... is not at all matched to the rest of the bike. <laughs> Can you imagine though, <laughs> that just, just grill? No, I want you to share in the joy for a moment. Imagine. You are the person who owns whatever piece of shit is underneath there. You know, like some auto zone shit pile bike, right? Uh-huh. And imagine you go to a junkyard and you find the fairing from an actual kind of nice looking bike, sort of. And you're like, oh my God, I can pick this up for like 20 bucks and I will look super cool. Think of the joy. Think of the, just the, the soul filling joy that that person must have felt. That was a good day, Chuck. It yeah. was good day. But then they got arrested by the cops for meth. Details, Chuck. <laughs> Come on. You know what this bike is waiting for? Blah, blah, blah needs a key, maybe no. stolen. You know what this bike is waiting for? More meth? Nope. This bike is waiting for Shia LaBeouf to show up to buy it so it can transform into a fucking robot. <laughs> nope. Not seeing it. <laughs> this is Bumblebee's first disguise. <laughs> Bumblebee's been speaking of Bumblebee and meth. Holy shit! Yeah, this is Bumblebee's methed out cousins first disguise. Uh, <laughs> Bumblebee hit rock bottom in this picture. He's doing tricks for mm-hmm. five bucks. It happened. It happened. Oi! All right, we can do better. Ooh, Gucci's 2002 Moto Gucci V11 Scura. Seventeen hundred dollars. What does Scura mean? Fuck to find out. <laughs> Come uh, on, Mr. Language hey, person. I'm reading this. Tell reading, me what this goes I'm reading an ad here. What does it mean in your romance it languages? It looks cool. <laughs> this is a super nice Gucci. All the kinks and imperfections worked and remedied. She's a good bike. Selling because my body does not fit the riding posture. It does look fairly aggressive. Here is a list of changes done. Don't contact me? <laughs> No, 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 Chuck. Let me read the list of changes done. He he gives I'm here ready. is a here is a list of changes done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, well, I, it's right there in the ad. Here's a list of changes done. Period. <clears throat> ad ends. E O L. Fiend. Okay. Uh, I guess he didn't change anything. <laughs> But he said all the kinks and imperfections worked and remedied. I maybe he like tightened some bolts, <laughs> you know, like like maybe may, okay oh okay all right all right maybe the exhaust flange bolts like had jiggled out like uh-huh. the bandit does that occasionally. It, it just do its other. But wouldn't you wouldn't you list that? No, no, it's just one of the kinks and imperfections. It's not a change. The bolt is tightened. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Here's a list of changes done. Why See? does your mouth keep moving? <laughs> I'm I'm listing the changes done. It's clear right there in the ad, Chuck. It's uh, <clears throat> I think someone hit enter too I'll be, soon. I'll be honest. For seventeen hundred dollars, you don't care. <laughs> no, <laughs> honestly, the 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 motorcycle carp that is Todd, yeah, would see this and be like, nope. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. You don't care. You're like incomplete, incomplete ad. Don't care. Incomplete ad. I'm gonna show up and be like, oh gosh, well, you didn't list anything in the ad. Tell you what. <laughs> Tell you what. I got fourteen hundred bucks cash on the barrel, and he'll be like, well, I can't sell it for that much. How about fifteen? I'll be like, okay, I had no idea you would say that. Next. <laughs> Done. <laughs> And then he'd be like, well, you know, hold on. Arriva Denchi. How about this other trashy bike for $400? And then messed out Bumblebee comes rolling and getting pushed in. Nope. <laughs> even, <laughs> even, even Todd the motorcycle carp has his limits. <laughs> even, a, even a carp sitting on the muddy bottom of a scummy, cloudy pond sees something's going down and the carp's like, fuck that. <laughs> No fucking way. I'm going over here. Oh, what's this? A bit of dead thick gulp. <laughs> oh, capital. Ooh, look at that. A dead mouse gulp. <laughs> so the, the van door at the underground economy just closes. <laughs> I like to think of my I like to think of myself as 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 swimming along just above the edge of the shadow economy. <laughs> looking for the things that are drifting down from the, the the sunlight zones of the of the motorcycle ocean that I can go. Gulp. <laughs> And bumble method just drop like just an go, anchor. Just drops right past. <laughs> just watching it go. Leaving uh, a, a trail. It bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> there goes another one. But this one? No, if this was if this was down the road, I would already own this. <laughs> Where <laughs> this is this that? would already be in the Greenville. It's in like North Carolina. It's way it's fucking like, far. Yeah. yeah. No, if this was down the road, I'd already own this shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I changed the bars out in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. He's like, the position is no good. I'm like, the position does not look that fucking aggressive. The problem is he's got these stupid ass broomstick bars on it. Yeah. You know, throw a pair of like the, uh, throw a pair of the, you know, further back bars like I've got on mine. Yeah. The bandit. Yeah. Be fine. Yep. All right. What else we got? Mm, moving up market. <laughs> <laughs> Read the ad, Chuck. Darn. Good. Read the ad, Mr. Brewer. Arr. Honda BTX Retro 2007. I. 4,750. Found in? Merle's Inlet. Inlet. Home of the Pirate Bars. After me much consideration and pondering, I'm selling me 2007 Honda BTX Retro. My work has been driving too much now, and I do not foresee that changing much. So instead of letting this bike sit in me, Arbor, Arbor. I decided to find it a new home. Arbor. It's been mine since 2010 when it only had just over 1,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm familiar with Excuse all. me. No, back the fuck up. 1,000 nautical miles? Thank you. Proceed. <laughs> nautical miles. I'm familiar with all the bike's history and maintenance. I can even tell you some really cool stories. Sea stories. Stories. Sea yarns. Arr. Cool yarns. Arr. You interested over a mug of grog? Mm. I've religiously changed off fluids ahead of scheduled maintenance intervals, including ye old engine transmissions. Mains, tops, royals, stumsels, beams. Fluids, <laughs> tires. Details new in 2016. Wow, this is a really long ad. (laughs) The ad is the ad is long as so much. Okay, let's get to this part. The trunk. No, and comes with comes with. Cause where? I'll start here. Ah, ye old custom Jolly Roger tank badges. 
Memphis Shades windshield. And Very last tyrannical. but not least, the pirate ship trunk. Fucking pirate ship trunk. <laughs> this trunk is a one of a kind place custom made for this bike. It, it was, was designed to provide roomy storage while transforming the bike into a one of a kind eye catching machine that was used as a fundraiser to Booty. board the innocent <laughs> on multiple occasions. Yes. So the trunk bolts on directly over the factory lights fender and tag holder and features LED taillights and turn signals. Oh my God, this trunk, Chuck. It is the back it of is a the pirate ship. It is fucking poop deck and, and aft castle of a fucking pirate ship that he has attached to the rear of his bike. And it looks amazing. And it is amazing. And it comes off clean. It comes off cleanly. With the oh detail of this thing. The, the the detail of this ass end. Wait, of a, what? Go to the front again? Oh, he's got oh, he's got he's got a figurehead for the he's front with boobies. Um, <laughs> it is a pirate ship. He's got oh oh he's no he gets better. He's got the pirate ship back. He's got storm lanterns for his for his the, front yeah, extra lights. Yeah, he's, this thing is it's like a pirate ship. Our friend Steph, who likes pirate stuff, is going to see this. She's going to be like, "Well, I don't like uh, I don't like uh, cruisers, but I guess I do now." <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Too late. Steph. <laughs> yep, that's yep, we're done here. Yeah. So, like, the bike is actually legitimately looks pretty well kept. Yep. And is the most prepared to be boarded, you scurly dogs. Wait, is that? Oh, those are lights. Yeah, oh, those are those lights. lights. Oh, okay, those are storm lanterns. Prepared to be You know what this is? Go back to the side picture. <clears throat> this is the Arcadia. You know? From Space Pirate Harlock. Kind of does. Paint it green. And uh-huh. that is the Arcadia. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty great as it <laughs> that is. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I. Wow, man. And he's got a little trunk that's a little chest. I love that. Yeah. It's yeah. that is amazing. I the only thing he's really missing is if, if I were if I were to have the one gripe, I really wish the grips were like round uh ball ended like, you know, like from a ship's wheel. Sure. That he only wants five less than five grand for it. That's the thing that fucking blows my mind is that trunk, I guarantee you, is probably worth five grand. <laughs> like that trunk is an ex well, <laughs> And it's not just like a shitty, like fake pirate thing. Like somebody who actually knows how to build shit clearly made this trunk. It looks so good. It looks so good. It looks real good. (laughs) Really good. What these locks? He's got these cool, like pirate style locks on his. Authentic old school locks. God, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, cannons. It's got cannons. It's got cannons. Oh, God, I'm calling him now. It's in Charlotte. It's near my dad's house. Oh, my God. Dad, I need you to go buy this pirate bike. <laughs> my dad will be like, you can't have it back. It's boat themed. <laughs> <laughs> no Cox man can say no to the boats. Oh, man. 12,000. It's only got 12,000 miles on it. It's amazing. I wonder how it rides with that big ass thing on the back. Who the fuck cares? That's true. Actually, you make you make a compelling argument. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? <laughs> oh, my God. That just looks it's so nice. just incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm frankly amazed a that it hasn't sold, um, and b like that it's that cheap. Yeah, there's got to like, be a, a trap. There's, there's, there's something. something it's here. cursed. There's a, there's a. You walk up and they like, we be stealing your kidneys. <laughs> there's actual like pirate ghosts involved. That it could be. Yeah, it's actually cursed. And there's pirate ghosts and like it's you, fully you know, cursed, 100 cursed. This Johnny only, Depp will end up following you around. The and only that's got to be annoying as fuck. The only possible explanation. <laughs> I mean, okay, the bike, the bike, the money for the bike is not out of whack. It's even like a little bit of high for a 2007 VTX, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like, it's really well kept one, and it has that. Yeah, like 
damn. Yeah. I mean, damn. And it carries through throughout the whole bike. He's got the Jolly Rogers on the side, the the lanterns, the the, the the figurehead. Okay, I need, I you know, I got to tell you the one thing I'm looking at this. I uh, I I feel like maybe my life isn't complete enough without a figurehead now. (laughs) On the bandit. Uh huh. Probably not a naked lady figure. No, it, I I can't imagine what the bandits would be. I was thinking like an angry samurai. An angry samurai? Okay. Yeah. I, I just picture like a curled middle finger. <laughs> yeah, that could work too on the bandit. That would that wouldn't really be out of place. That would sort of just go right Maybe on a there. Fist holding a crushed oil can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a met a big metal fist holding a crushed oil can. Yeah, I think that would be good. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think figureheads are uh, something that we're really lacking on our bikes right now. Yeah, I mean, only Indian kind of does it. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying we, we're we're behind the eight ball here. We need to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's a problem. It's a huge problem, Chuck. Oh my god! When you get that, that bike out. is awesome. It's so freaking cool. <laughs> Go look at it before it sells. That is amazing. Unbelievable. Um, and you know our friend Steph, who it turns out is a woman who owns motorcycles, now represents 19% of the motorcycle owning population. Not Steph specifically. Missy probably is more like that. Yeah. So almost one in five. Yeah. Which is, that's, that is an improvement. There was a, everybody's like, got these big stories like, oh, now women riding motorcycles. And you'll forgive me for saying so. Broads are riding motorcycles. Broads. Yeah. I'm like, good. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because so many, so many of the news outlets are like, who knew? It's like who knew um, girls want. Who knew problem right? Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, <laughs> isn't your boss a woman? Uh, yes. <laughs> the motorcycle training. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, isn't the, she uh, like a tiny little? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two, the two, the two uh, motorcycle uh, training school directors that I know are both women. Weird. That's weirdest thing. Yeah. Weird. Huh. Go figure. Mm. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. I, heck. It, the, we got two motorcycle women wheel nerds. Yeah, auxiliary. two of our auxiliary wheel nerds. Wheel, wheel nerds is up to forty yeah. percent. You count all the auxiliaries, so you know, yeah. go us. We're we're ahead of the we're we're leaders. We're leaders. In the we're ahead of the curve. We're leaders in the industry. <laughs> we're leaders directly to the oil rack. Hang on, <laughs> suck, crunch, toss. <laughs> Once again, wheel nerds blaze away. <laughs> away. The wheel nerds are there. Wheelers, we're already here when you arrived. <laughs> With our pirate bike. <laughs> we knew you'd be coming this way. <laughs> Give us your booty. Give us all your 10W40. <laughs> the bandits should be hungry. <laughs> we're feeding this beast before we go home, lads. <laughs> when the sump is full, then we go home. <laughs> Back to Halifax. Oh where the rum is cheap. <laughs> Um, I'm, I like this idea. Mm-hmm. This seems solid, uh-huh. totally solid. <laughs> but you know, hey, the the, the I, I got to tell you though, when we were we were at the Suzuki thing, I was a little sad um, that the uh, bandit was no longer a thing. Oh, well. I, I couldn't sad. tell, but the way you were glomped onto the V Strom. Well, the V Strom was pretty great. Too. <laughs> but I was a little sad the bandit wasn't. There a was thing. a little suction noise when you sat on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and you really like the Hayabusa. I did. I bought one. Yeah, right? you so, you love the Hayabusa. I mean, it's a it's a been around. What was the, what was the bike you were really into before the Hayabusa? The the Buell. Yeah, yeah Buells. 
I really like the Buells. I'm sensing a trend, I, Chuck. I, I don't know what you're talking about. A troubling trend, Chuck. I don't, I, I'm i sure I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the thing is, is that they're not making Buells anymore. Uh, yeah, that's true. Buell went, went down, mm-hmm. and uh, I tried to buy an EBR. So here's here's they, the other they stopped, thing. They stopped making that. They're not making the Hayabusa anymore. <laughs> but it's a Chuck, long story line. Chuck, you killed the Hayabusa. <laughs> no. Do you know how many Billies are going to be sad because of you? They're going to cry themselves to sleep. No. no. You killed the Hayabusa, Chuck. No. Do me a favor. Never like Stroms. Uh, I was actually thinking of starting a side business. Oh, of killing bikes people don't like. <laughs> no, no. Not killing bikes you like. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a really nice uh, model of bike you got there. Be a shame if something were to happen to it. <laughs> <laughs> you like Stroms, I hear. So, you know, if you like a particular bike, make sure to send Wheel Nerds payments to make sure Chuck doesn't buy one. <laughs> Hate to see something bad happen to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I hear Ted really likes Harleys. Ted. Hello, Ted. <laughs> Be a shame if something were to happen to the company. Hey, Chuck, did you uh, see that new Fat Bob? Oh, it's really nice. Mm. It, it looked pretty nice in my garage, don't Heritage, you think? I hear good things about Heritage Soft Tails. Yeah, I, th- mm. I think there's an empty spot in my garage. It'd be a bummer if they stopped making those. That wouldn't would it? be a bummer. You know, Harley's mm. had kind of an off year. Be yeah. a shame if something were to happen to the whole company. People. Mm. P.O. Box 902045, Sandy, Utah, 84090. <laughs> We're going to have so many tacos. <laughs> so plan, plans for the coming year, I we got to get up to the sidecar thing. The sidecar thing, yeah. I, I want to make it to AIM again. Columbus. I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to make it. Columbus is a bigger pain in the ass by far. Sure, yeah. But I'd love to get out there again. Anything you really want to do next year? Mm. I don't know. One thing I do want to do that we did not do this year, because, you know, like you and Claire went through the the kids phase where you're just like, kid, 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 kid. That's kid, that's kid. all you have time for ever. All the kids. And then you came out the other side of it right as I was having kids. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm coming out the other side. It's It's time to get out on a proper ride again. I'd be down for that, all Pre- three of us. Yeah, preferably yeah. not freezing our asses off this time. <laughs> By Fish Lake. Yes, let's, let's not <laughs> camp somewhere where it's 10 degrees at night. And the elk dry walk through your tent. <laughs> the elk are like, hey, you got any food in there? Fuck off, elk. Well, we were the only three people in that entire campground. Mm-hmm. That, that could have been a hint. <laughs> they technically have been closed. <laughs> for the season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, but it was nice of them to leave all their wood at the camp host master. <laughs> yes, for others to enjoy. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll have a bike that won't break down. That'd be great, actually. I would like for I would like for us to go on a motorcycle trip and for nothing to fucking break, or at least just have it be like something amusing and innocuous and easily fixed. Yeah, it like, doesn't like require a trip. If we ahead. have to, if we have to duct tape a case closed because someone stole your underwear again, fine. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Okay. Yes. No. No. Cata- no catastrophes. No catching on fire. No. <laughs> Though that was kind of innocuous, actually. You may be the first person in the history of the world who has ever described their motorcycle catching on fire as innocuous. You know my history. 
This is true, actually. <laughs> Comparatively speaking. Comparatively speaking. It did not involve calling me in the dark to come get you, which it is did, an improvement. It didn't require a trailer. Nope. No, it didn't require a $1,000 uh, tow truck ride anymore. Nope. I just was able to continue on my way. You proceeded. Yes. Yes. So, so it was innocuous. So catching on fire by Chuck standards is indeed innocuous. Completely. Although your clothes really have a rough life on your motorcycle <laughs> trips. I was just thinking about this. Every, Remember, kids, don't be Chuck's clothes on a motorcycle trip. Tell me again what kind of bike you want to buy, Todd. Uh, Gootsie? Yeah. Yeah, Gootsies. Yeah. Be ashamed something would happen to them. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're an awfully nice company. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> Small little niche company. No. Couldn't possibly anything bad happen to them. Oh, God. <laughs> Chuck, I need to distract you. So tell me about Dank Woolies. Dank Woolies. So, yeah, Crash and I went to uh, a wheelie school. This wheelie past school. Weekend. Wheelie school. Apparently, that's a thing. That is a thing. I did not know that. And here we are talking all about it. Okay, so it's the day after wheelie school. Yeah. That me and Crash went to. Mm-hmm. Crash is here. Well, I'm at Crash's place. Yes, we we are here. <laughs> we at, are here at my house. Ah, <laughs> oh, it is Sunday morning ish, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, for a little bit longer it'll be morning. <laughs> I hurt. Yeah, me too. I I didn't expect. I mean, like I I you know you've done accidental wheelies. I've done a couple accidental wheelies. Yeah, and you know they didn't hurt, but apparently when you do like. Probably a hundred of them, uh, or more. The landings uh, kind of hurt. <laughs> more than that, um, I think while you were out doing your rotation, which we'll get to, the guys were talking that were in the class, and one of them had said he had worked out the math to it's like for the cost of the class, we're paying two dollars a wheelie attempt. Oh, that's <laughs> that's actually not bad. So like three like two hundred and fifty wheelies or something. Yeah, two hundred fifty like to three hundred wheelie attempts. Wow. And that's assuming you only do two attempts per pass. Yeah, and there were some where you could get three in if you. Yeah, I was trying to do three. Yeah, if you if you like, if you got the first one started early enough, yep. and you botched it, yep. then you had time to do two more, maybe. Yep. All right, so let's start at the beginning. Um, yeah, so you you know you signed, we signed up we a few signed months up ago for few, wheelie yeah. school. Um, I had propositioned you. Yeah, you brought, and I had thought about it in the past, and you like mentioned it. I was like, oh shit, we should do this. Yeah, definitely, we're doing it. Yeah, it's in San Diego. It'd be an excuse for me to come out. You already live here. Yeah. Um, it was kind of pricey, but yeah, it's like, well, it could be fun. Yeah, I, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was, honestly. Yeah. Like, it was, I think it was worth the money. At first, I was like, man, this is a lot of money to be laying down for a day of doing one thing. Right. It, it, it sounds just kind of silly when you just, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to school and learn how to do a wheelie. Yeah. And, you know, I I almost kind of had visions in my head of, like, dudes and tank tops and mm-hmm. and sandals and, like, there'd be a, a cooler of beers. And it's like, all right, bros, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, a lot more, like, bro culture kind of. Yeah, thing. very bro culture. But it wasn't. No. At all. Like it would have, <laughs> So we get there, and it's not a drag race track. Yep. So you're using like the overrun area yep. on the drag track. Yep. And we're pulling up, and there's a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, the first thing we see is the, the dude yeah. in a wheelchair. There's an instructor where, in a wheelchair, and we're like, uh, <laughs> this is the, not going what well. The fuck? 
Yeah, but there's a bunch of dudes standing around a dude in a wheelchair. Because it was it started at eight thirty. Yeah, we were not late. He we just, weren't late. Everybody he just, else had kind of already gotten there, and so, so he, he was, was just like talking. Yeah. Um, it turns out he can walk. The <laughs> wheelchair is a demonstration device. Yeah, which uh, Crash fell immediately in love with. I did. Yeah, um, and you fell. Uh, you because dropped me. Because I dropped you. You I dropped was not, me. I was, so, you were supposed to be spotting me. Okay, no, so let's start with the, the wheelchair. Yeah. The idea with the wheelchair was he wanted us to, to get in the wheelchair and wheelie the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. To like learn to balance and to get over the fear of falling over backwards. Yeah, to kind of get your brain used to that sense of being right at the edge of balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he encouraged us to, to use the wheelchair during the whole day, mm-hmm. which uh, we were doing. And at one point, the crash was spotting me yeah. and um, didn't watch me at all as I went over backwards. <laughs> I was trying. I tried to catch you. but like, you, you tried were... nothing. <laughs> the best part of me ran down your leg. <laughs> yeah, all of you. And landed on your foot. Yes. Yes. That's what you did. You you cushioned part of me landing on the ground with yeah, your foot. With foot. <laughs> um, thankfully, it was it wasn't like a hard fall. It was just like a rather slow motion fall. Yeah, because I I was still holding onto the wheels yeah. as I, as I went over backwards. So I just couldn't get get couldn't myself get enough, up. Yeah, right. like torque to get yourself back up. Yeah, but the wheelchair was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah, I, I ended up spending a decent amount of time like during the the times that I wasn't on the bike. Just kind of like trying to balance the wheelchair, and you're the one that broke it, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it had like a, it had like zip tie stitches when we got there, like the holding seat. up, holding the back up the of back the of the seat, yeah, yeah. and you and tore they, through it, finally. and yeah, they they gave out while I was in it. <laughs> um, Every time I turned around, you were like doing a wheelie on the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did it a lot, and you were really good doing wheelies. You, I yeah, think that was you unexpected. Were like, you were like, um. I think right up there with the dude had been there yeah. three times. Yeah, that other guy had been there like three times, and I, I was, I felt like we were on a similar level. Like you I think were. He, he could do some. He could do a little better than me, but like I was surprised. I didn't expect to be that like comfortable doing it. Yeah, you were rocking it. Um, the, the the way that device works is really cool. I mean, the guy that runs the course is really. Uh, trying to protect his like intellectual property in terms of like not telling you exactly how it works. Right. So like the main the main thing you get when you when you go to this wheelie school is he's designed a device that's kind of like a wheelie bar. It looks like it started life as a wheelie bar. Yeah. But it's um, hooked. It's got electronics package that measures the angle and it hooks into the, the motorcycle's ECU, and then it's got. Uh, uh, like a hard mechanical linkage to the rear brake. Yeah. So that as you go up, the bike won't let you flip over. Right, yeah. So it, it'll kind of like... Reduce power. Yeah, it reduces power if you get too high. And then if that system fails, then you've got the brake. The rear brake pulling you down. Yeah. So he's got that. He's got a ramp that we could all, you know, he put the bike up on it and extreme yeah. angle. And we were all getting comfortable there. Yeah, I mean, you basically think like a, a motorcycle loading ramp that's mm-hmm. on like stilts in the front so that it gets the bike at this really high angle so you can kind of be like oh this is what it's going to feel like when i'm in a wheelie he's teaching you like how the the balance point and stuff i mean the guy was he's he was like a a former stunter yeah he was a former stunter he but he's one of those guys that you know like kind of like 
you know, you or I that like loves all aspects of motorcycling. Yeah. You know, he wasn't, there was, there was no like dude, bro. There wasn't any dude, bro. Dude yeah. was very professional. Yeah. Both, both the instructors were very professional and like, um, yeah, He's, it was really good. He could, I think if he hasn't taught at MSF, he's taught at some kind of training because mm-hmm. yeah. he was very proficient. And, yeah. um, his, his whole message of like using the wheelie as a way to like get closer to the bike and, and get more yeah. finesse in your controls and stuff. It was like a whole angle I hadn't even thought of. Like I was just like thinking the dude bro stuff with the wheelies, but sure. he's talking more about, you know, getting finer tuned with your, with your uh, motorcycle skills. Yeah. Like that basically the wheelie as a tool, not so much the wheelie as a hold my beer. Right. Let me show you this cool thing I can do. Like the wheelie as a like method of teaching a lot of control, like the rear brake, for example, he went on a whole spiel at the end of the thing about, you know, about like focusing on your rear brake because you can get a lot of value out of the rear brake that most people don't. Right. And so like really like fine tuning your control with your, your right foot. Right. Right. He's talking about, you know, go like skid the rear brake and feel what that's doing Mm -hmm. and, you know, pick up the control you can do with that. Yeah. Where a lot of other, you know, when you talk to motorcycle, um, learning or motorcycle coaching, it's like, you know, be careful what you do with the rear brake because you can skid out and you can high side and, you know, bad things can happen. Yeah. But he's talking about, you know, take it to a different level. It's like, yeah, bad things can happen, but anticipate that and learn how to work with it. Right. Yeah. Like his, his idea of, um, kind of like intentionally getting the bike's wheels out of alignment a tiny bit and then kind of like letting the rear, the rear wheel like snap back in. Yeah. It was almost like, you know, like start really small so that you get to learn where that like zone is where you're still okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Where you got your traction and like put a, like a degree or two of lean into it and, mm-hmm. you know, learn how you can make the bike move. Yeah. And that dude was amazing when he was on a bike. Yeah, when he would like take the bikes out for like uh like the the bike that you and I were on. So he has mm-hmm. two two speed triples. There was a glossy black one and a matte black one. So we mm-hmm. just called them the matte black or the matte one and the glossy. The matte and the glossy, one. yeah, they both had a device. Yeah, so the the matte one, they're different years and the matte one liked to run hotter. Very hot. <laughs> he would uh he said he thought he heard like some clutch slipping at one point, so he would like take the bike out every so often like and check it out to make sure everything was working properly. And every time he would come back, he would do some, like, stunt on the way back down yeah. the track. Like, very casually do a stunt. Yeah, I it mean, was... just, like, hop up on the tank, you know. Yeah, stand up on the bike. Mm-hmm. Um, he would uh, do just burnouts. Well, he, he changed the wheel at one point. He was yeah. just doing burnouts around the lot to, just I guess, fun, just, yeah. Yeah, scrub it in. I don't know. His, yeah, it was... his, his control of a motorcycle was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was really good. And... And he was really encouraging. Like his his whole like shtick with the um, I heard him talking to one of the other guys in the class. I think while you were out, um, it was like right at the end of the day, and the guy was saying the guy was talking about maybe going out for one more run because there was just enough time for for him to get one more. It was a guy that had like the Eastern European accent. I don't. Oh yeah, the one I was like paired up with most today. Yeah. yeah. So he um, he said. You know, I was thinking about maybe going for another run. Um, and then the instructor was like, well, you know, I think that it, it's best to leave on like a good run, like a good performance, if you will. Like, God. so, you know, if you if you think you didn't do as well as you could on the last run, then, yeah, go out for another run for sure. If you think that was a really good run and you you might be kind of tired now and you might like do something 
less good than that, then maybe you shouldn't go. Because, you know, you don't want to use, like, I don't want you to, like, the last thing to be some sort of, like, bad habit that you pick up in the very last minute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I like the way they, because that device allows for, like, fine-tuning how far it'll let you go up. Mm -hmm. He had like 20 levels of, mm -hmm. of angle he can do. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I noticed, so, so that right before you, know, you, before you take off, they would check over like all the hard points on the bike every single time. Yeah. Like you'd get out there, and because the bikes had a crash, like a crash cage on them, mm -hmm. that he would check the operation of the wheelie bar device to make sure that it was functioning properly. Mm -hmm. um, and then like all the front end like fork mounts and everything, he's like, shaking and like yeah he's just giving it a little know, touch to make sure that everything's still and he was solid. super familiar with all the noises coming from the bike he could yeah. just like tell as someone's going down the speedway you know when they hit the device if they're braking too hard he was he was making all these observations as people were going back and forth yeah he was just like so in tune with those bikes extremely proficient um and i liked his his focus was on like consistency um yeah like if he wanted, he didn't want us to like get out and just like pop this giant fat wheelie and ride it the whole way down the track. Yeah. You know, he wanted to like set the level low at first and then kind of like, okay, can you consistently be smooth within this, you know, right. these restraints right. or constraints? And then, okay, cool. I'll give you a little more. And then once you, you know, show that you're still maintaining all of the right, you know, you're not leaning over and kind of like wobbling back and forth. Yeah, the oscillation and the wobble was like the big thing he was warning us against. Yeah, because it was like the most dangerous thing. Yeah, he didn't have anything to protect us from that. No, it's just, <laughs> just you. Um, so yeah, that once, you know, then so he would, you know, you'd do a couple laps, he'd turn your thing up, you'd do a couple more laps. Mm -hmm. um, or in Crash's case, he'd do one lap and he would turn his thing up and he'd do another lap and he'd turn it up again. <laughs> The, it was weird like so the first the, I do a lap he'd turn it down <laughs> the first round I felt really good the first time so I guess to explain how it worked there were two bikes that, and there were about seven people yeah one guy had to leave early because something guy crazy happened up. one guy didn't show up they, so the classes are usually eight yeah, so we ended up at six so three people on each bike you know just rotating like round robin yeah ten to twelve minutes each time yeah so which was like a perfect amount of time because it doing wheelies that often that much is tiring yeah and it started to hurt by the end of like 10 or 12 minutes you're like okay man i don't you're starting to get sloppy you're yeah. you're not you know your brain isn't all there and so like i don't swapping want out. a wheelie anymore daddy right like, <laughs> oh, can I sit down now um but and then like yeah um later on in the afternoon our third guy decided he was done yeah he so was, it was just me and you going constantly yeah back and forth <laughs> Um, so there's even less break. Yeah. But so the first run I felt really good about the second round I got out on the bike, my first few, it was like, I was going too hard. Like, and it was like, I got worse for the mm. second time around until I kind of like settled back in. And then after lunch, it was like, I forgot what we were doing all together. <laughs> like the first run after lunch, I was like, wait, how do I get this thing to wheelie? <laughs> He, um, the, the instructor, Brian, said that it's kind of like a song. You, know, you have to memorize all yep. the words to the song. Yep. And after, my, after lunch, I think I was the first one or the second person after lunch in our group. And I went out there. And I came, when, after my first, my first lap down the track and I came back, I was like, dude, I completely forgot the words to this song. <laughs> like, what am I doing again? It's, 
okay, roll on, cut the throttle. But anyway, like the whole like rhythm, I was just completely out. Yeah. You know, chop. Yeah, he, he usually was like chop and then hit. hit like, yep, chop hit. And there's like a there's like a certain amount of like wait time between when you chop the throttle off and then chop when you hit and it. hit. Yeah, chop basically. and hit. Mm-hmm. Chop. I was like yelling that in my helmet. Yeah. <laughs> some, some like towards the end of the day, yours were starting to get really clean. Um, like I remember, like because we were sitting there, you know, everybody everybody's watching whoever's out there on the sure, track, yeah. you know, and so we're sitting there and like we would see you kind of like there wasn't enough delay between cutting the throttle and hitting it back on like yeah. at first. And then, like, right towards the last couple, your last couple runs out there were, like, really, like, okay, he's got it. Like, you know, you could you could really see, like, that rhythm had, you know, developed. Yeah, because I was just, like, doing constant. Because we were trying to get a picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were trying to get a picture. Very and I, I would, could hit my wheelie everywhere except in front of the camera. So, yeah. <laughs> so I just started doing, like, tighter and tighter circles instead of going the whole length of the track mm-hmm. just to try to do a wheelie in front of the camera yeah <laughs> it got so mechanical mm-hmm. i was just like oh fuck <laughs> oh man yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing those pictures he said he's going to send them out like sometime, sometime this, this week, week yeah because so. he didn't want us taking our own pictures because mm-hmm. he was very guarded about the device like you said he was yeah. like very paranoid about people copying what he was doing yeah i mean even to the point that like like we want to have him on our shows you know? yeah like we both want to have him on our respective podcasts and he's really kind of cagey about yeah. like whether or not about publicity okay with that. yeah yeah um because he made the point like he doesn't have a hard time filling classes right you know he's not trying to grow the business is this is his full-time gig yeah this is what he does and he doesn't he said like he said to us that he kind of like he he likes that it was slightly difficult for us to find him. Yeah, that we had to put in some work because he doesn't want those like dude bros. Right, he doesn't want up. people just showing up. And, hey, I want to do wheelies on the street. Yeah, like our class. So we had like people, a couple people in their thirties, a couple people in their forties, and a couple people in their fifties. Yeah, there wasn't any dude bro. I yeah, mean, so yeah, the cost is kind of. Uh, I think the cost is kind of self filtering in a way. Yeah, that too. And, and just the difficulty. And their webpage is, is crappy. Yeah, their webpage is crap. Um, <laughs> like, things that look like links aren't links. Or, uh, or aren't explained the way it, would, it says it would. Yeah, it's, it's very... It's a, it is kind of a challenge to get find it and then get enrolled. And you got to yeah. really want to do it. Mm-hmm. But it was totally worth it. Oh, um, it was so worth it. Like... I don't, I don't, I don't know if, like, honestly, I don't know if he's going to want us to put a link to the course yeah, anywhere. I'm not sure how much publicity. Um, we, I mean, it's you know, we not both, hard to find. No, but basically, like, you guys who have been listening have all the information you need. It's a school, and it's in. There's only one. Like, <laughs> if you go look for it, you'll find it. The name of the place is. Uh, and it was like 500 bucks. Yeah, I think it was like five or 550, something like that. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I, I guess it worth it. Totally worth it. It was. I I understand why that guy. One guy's been there three times. Yeah, that guy. He's like three times in the last like six months. Yeah. Um. He was trying to like get to a specific. He had like a specific goal in mind. Yeah. He kept saying that. Like he, I remember him asking Brian, like, so you know, am I there yet? Yeah. And Brian's like, well, it depends what you mean by there. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know what he was. What his goal was. His his wheelies looked really nice. They did. Yeah. The the class, you know, I liked that it started out with, you know, he had like a classroom time basically where yeah. we're all sitting around under these little pop-up uh, shade things. And, yeah, he was, uh, he was teaching. Yeah. 
Um, he had like a he had a very clear message he was trying to get across. He did a good job doing that. Yeah. Um, we all had a really good time. No one got hurt. Um, well, except for all the sore muscles. Yeah, all the sore muscles. <laughs> like I, I have. There, there were. There's definitely a danger when you come down. If you come down hard, of like racking your nuts on the tank. Yep. And I have. I did sore, that once. <laughs> yeah, I got real close. I have sore spots on my inner thighs from squeezing the tank, for like all like for dear life as I came down because <laughs> I could feel like this one's going to be hard and I was like just clamped down on the tank um, I think I was using my arm and upper body to yeah. to like just hold me so I wasn't racking as hard as I could be yeah I, I have I don't know if I have like some old shoulder injuries or something like because I've oh yeah you kept you, that was like yeah, hurting my, you all, it, every time mm-hmm, yeah my left both my shoulders my right shoulder actually started to hurt on the first run and I was kind of like oh, crap, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this all day. Yeah. And then my right shoulder was fine. Like, it doesn't hurt at all now. Ow. As I slam my elbow into a chair. But, like, it doesn't hurt. It, I can move it around just fine. My left shoulder got progressively worse and still has a little bit of pain. I don't know if I have, like, screwed up rotator cuffs or something. Yeah. I've crashed a lot skiing. Okay. And I think that might... Because I've got screwed up shoulders. Messed up my shoulders, yeah. But mine, mine didn't hurt at all. Mine's all, like, my upper back. Yeah. Scapula and my calves. Yeah, um, <laughs> my wrists. Yeah, my my hands. Like the just like the muscles in my hands are sore. Like when I if I grip, you know, because we were both. You know that it, it's it's crazy how like how much force you're like slamming down into your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I I don't think my big problem. I think one of my huge problems was I wasn't as abrupt in all the motions that I needed to be with the chop. Yeah, and with the roll. Um, in the hit and stuff, I was just—I think I was still had my like old motorcycle habits of like. Yeah, because you want to be like smooth and controlled. Yeah, and, and smooth. For yeah. the wheelie to get the front wheel up, you need to be like forceful. Right, but you have to be smooth and controlled so that the wheel just kind of mm-hmm. floats up, doesn't just jerk you straight up. Yeah, I had that the second run. I was having a decent like the few times I was having a hard time not just fly like slamming the front wheel up. You know. Yeah. Um, the, the one of the other guys, the Andy, the guy that had done it a few times, mm-hmm. was like, he's like, yeah, you, we've all died several times today and been saved by the Ooh, device. Yeah, like basically, <laughs> basically, he's like, this is like a video game. Like we've all we've all died many times today. <laughs> we've all been thrown off the bike. Yeah, and there there was one time that we watched you like really just the the front wheel just like shot up into the sky, and we were like, yep, Chuck just died. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like he died just now. <laughs> it was fun, though. It was. It was really fun. It was really... It felt really good when you got the wheel up in the air and you were, mm-hmm. like, staring at the wheel straight ahead of you. Mm-hmm. That was... That was... It felt really good. Yeah. I had a few really good ones where I got... I got the wheel up and then was able to ride it out, like, until I hit the rev limiter. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I had. I, I couldn't carry a wheelie. Yeah. And I, I, I was like, how did you do that? Um, I saw, it was all just like, because the, the matter of, like, you can, it was like the slower you got, like, the slower you were going when you got the front wheel up, yeah, the more likely you could, like, hold it out. Okay. Because the, the just like the timing of, like, okay, rear, the wheel's off the ground and then you still have some revs to go. Yeah. Before you either hit the device or... Um, like the device brings you back down, or be, before you yeah, like run okay. out of. I would hit the device speed. real fast mm-hmm. when I got up. 
and it would just yeah bring me back down. I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> there was a yeah. few where I would get the wheelie. It felt like I got a really a small wheelie, like really barely yeah. off the ground, and I could carry that for a long time. Yeah, I had a few like that too, where I was the front wheel wasn't very high, but it was. You just felt up. like you were floating it. Mm-hmm. And it, man, that felt good. Yeah, it was really fun. So are you gonna go do a wheelie on the on the Super Duke? Yes. <laughs> I just realized, I was like, wait, I'm nodding my head. Yeah. I was like, you didn't want anyone to know that you were saying yes to that? Yeah. I'm, I, I think am I, not a hooligan I at think, all. I think I probably will. I'm, I'll probably take the bags off and I'll, you know, I have to turn traction control off to do it. And I'm going to be really careful. <laughs> like, they're going to be itty bitty little wheelies, probably, but I'll probably try it. Yeah. I mean, I think we know how to do itty bitty wheelies. I don't think we. we we know how to, to do a wheelie that isn't just going to yeah, flip you over. Right, yeah. I'm definitely going to start small. Though. We, could, like, we, yeah. could, we know enough to do a consistent little wheelie. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and the, the other thing is, you know, like we, we run speed triples, and they have you know, a specific weight distribution and power delivery and wheelbase and all yeah, that. nice short wheelbase. Yeah, so the, the Super Duke... Um, the GT, I'm pretty sure, is a longer wheelbase and, yeah. you know, like, different power delivery. So I'll have to find those kind of, like, sweet spots. Because with the, the speed triples, you know, the, the instructor could tell us, if you are between this RPM and this RPM, and you do the motions, wheel comes up, period, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly where that, you know, spot, sweet spot is on the Super Duke. Uh, and even then, he, you could tell he dialed the bike in to be easy. Mm-hmm. He like the tanks were almost empty. Yeah. Um, after they put gas in the in the glossy bike, the guys coming off of that were complaining about it. Like, yeah. oh, it's much heavier now. It's harder to get it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. He had, like he was running you know, like race tires, so race they were tires. super sticky. But and low, he had low pressure, so you had like a nice flat spot to kind of set yep. in when the wheel came up, so we wouldn't wobble too much. Yep. So. Really. I think I'll borrow Todd's Vespa and try to wheelie that. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's safe. Not my bike. No. no just do it on Todd's. <laughs> I'd do it on his Strom, but, you know. Yeah. He doesn't have one. No. Not anymore. He has parts of a Strom. <laughs> the Bandit would be super cool if it wasn't bolted up to the sidecar. Yeah. I mean, I would be... I probably would try it on the Busa once it gets warm, but I'm scared. Yeah, that's a lot of bike. Yeah. Yeah, your Busa and my KTM are both very powerful and slightly scary in that regard. Yeah. I'll do it on the GS. Yeah. That thing's already banged up. Yeah. <laughs> so you thought it was worthwhile. Yeah, I definitely do. I, I thought it was worth going to. I thought it was, yeah, super worth going to. I would like to go back. Mm-hmm. And he has stickers for another, what looked like another school. Yeah. But I forgot to ask him about it. Yeah. Hopefully we can get him on at least one of our shows. Yeah, I mean, even, even just to talk. Preferably mine, because yes. fuck you, that's why. That's okay. <laughs> even, like, just to talk about his, like, experience and kind of how he got to doing Yeah, because his school. story sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I he was just kind of like a parts kid in yeah. a motorcycle shop. And, and he became, like, a pro stunter. Mm-hmm. The, the comfort he had on a bike was just amazing. Yeah. He well, had that like scary magic kind of comfort that you see stunters have. Yeah, like, and he was jumping on two different bikes mm-hmm. that didn't seem all that magical when I sat on them. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean the the friggin' 
like I used to have one of those and there's there's nothing there's no rider aids there's nothing helping that bike it's just all raw like horsepower and yeah. like there's no nothing is going to keep you from killing yourself except you and he moved that bike around like it it weighed as much as tissue yeah yeah it was it was really impressive to yeah. see him on that thing yeah all right. Well, thanks for going to the wheelie school with me. Yeah, that was fun. We should do something like that again. And, yeah, totally. There's some. I think we, there were some other schools we were talking about during the yeah, wheelie yeah, school. Dirt. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for letting me crash in your house. Yeah, no problem. It's Anytime. very nice here. It smells very manly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my roommate does this weird... I don't know what he's doing. I'm sure it's your roommate. Yeah, it's not you at all. <laughs> it's not like you have a bottle of X body wash in your shower. Yep, totally do. <laughs> yep, that's <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah. It sounded fun, actually. It was fun as shit. Both of you guys were pretty enthused about it. I couldn't. It was totally not what I expected. Yeah, I was. I was expecting. You know, you would come back and be like, "Yo, bro, I got flip flops and and tank tops." That's that's what I expected going there because their website is really (laughs) flip flop and tank top nondescript. Mm -hmm. It's it's not like broy at all. It's just very basic. You guys were talking about that. It's clearly like kind of a niche deal that he's doing and it's so basic and he's very very guarded about it it's kind of it's kind of like it's wait a minute did you not just go to wheelie school you went to secret wheelie school very secret wheelie school secret wheelie school with the secret device hey everybody i heard you like wheelies it would be a shame if something (laughs) chuck has just ruined wheelies I didn't know that was a thing. No bikes can wheelie anymore. What's going on? What happened? <laughs> it was it was so weird because like, um, well, the the weirdest thing was when we pulled up and we saw the dude in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, that that can't. Be. <laughs> and we're just like, oh, oh shit, shit. And then you know, Crash fell in love with the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this, there was a point where I just started taking pictures because mm-hmm. I wanted yeah document it for the sure. show. And he looks at me. He's like, whoa, whoa. I got to stop you, man. I got to ask you not to take any pictures, especially of the bikes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? He's like, this is, this is what I do. This is my job. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anyone to copy this. I put a lot of time and effort and work into making this device, inventing the, this device. The wheelie thingy. Right. Okay. He's like, I, it's, it's not a wheelie bar. Right. It's other. It's other. It's more complicated. Um, huh. And it really did its job. Okay. Every single time. It was, it was pretty cool. cool. But, and it, it, and really, and it is the backbone of, of his whole. Sure. Is experience. that you can, you can learn to wheelie without having to worry about it. Just like chucking you. Right. And it's, it's adjustable. It mm-hmm. responds. It has, you know, an electronic component has mm-hmm. a mechanical backup. Wild. It's, uh, and he was just like, very very protective of it no that's fair i mean you know if it's his livelihood it's his livelihood right mm-hmm. exactly well, i hope i hope we can get him on the show so i gotta ask are you gonna are you gonna wheelie your own bikes have you already done it i haven't um uh-huh. i think i i will try to do little wheelies with mm-hmm. the busa yeah i'm gonna tell you by the way that the attempt any attempt to wheelie my vespa is going to be met with unpleasant results <laughs> which is that it just won't <laughs> <laughs> well you know i've, I've got the the Timing and everything down because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I was screaming it in my helmet mm-hmm. as I was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, and he was teaching you guys to do power wheelies basically, right? Yeah. 
not like not like uh use the clutch wheelies right not because okay. he was talking but he talked about doing clutch wheelies mm-hmm. and he's like that introduces a lot more variables that was the thing about this class is it was he was very technical mm. and the dude's amazing on a motorcycle yeah scary amazing mm-hmm. and uh he was talking about clutch wheelies because we had a dude in the class it was his third time through sure and he was starting to get to the point where he was going to do clutch wheelies sure and uh he you know, according to an instructor, it just introduces a lot more variables. Right. But the concepts are pretty much the same. I'm sure it's about finding the balance and controlling right. it with the rear brake and all right. that good stuff. Right. The wheels he was just teaching us was, you know, you get up to, on the street triple, it was like 3,500 RPM. Mm-hmm. Chop the throttle. Get in your torque band. Bam. Bounce the front end. Hit it. Yep. Yep. That was pretty much the way to get the Strom to do them. Yeah. And it was, uh, I mean, like, habit-wise, it was a lot to unlearn. Mm-hmm. Because I'm so used to being controlled and gentle. But you still have to be smooth. Right. You have to be smooth, but you're nailing it smooth. Yeah. It was a really interesting experience. And the dude was just, you know, very technical, very much along the ideas of, I want you to get feeling on the bike, to get in in touch with the bike. Mm -hmm. And the wheelie is another way to do that. This isn't about being, you know, Mm -hmm. Billy. Right. Become one with the bike, but not the front wheel. Fuck that wheel. You don't need it. <laughs> and then he would be like, yeah, become one bike. And then he's doing like a stand-up run down the track. <laughs> there was like a point where I turned around and he's coming back down the track and he's standing on the bike and there's like someone on the back. <laughs> uh-huh. Or I turn around and he's like doing burnouts. No, oh, man. He's clearly, clearly a, a very skilled stunter. Yeah. Yeah, to him, it's just an extension of his body kind of thing. It is scary extension of his body. It, I mean, you've seen stunters. It's mm-hmm. he's exactly I, I, like that. Yeah, I've seen stunters. I've seen uh, there's a couple a couple of the there's at least one person that I teach with who he was a motorcycle cop, mm-hmm. and he shows up. We're all on like smaller bikes, generally speaking. He shows up on this fucking giant geezer glide to one of these uh, ultimate bike bonding things we go to. Yeah, and he just rides that thing like it weighs a pound. See, that ultimate bike binding thing is what kept occurring to me while I was doing this wheelie mm-hmm. class. Well, here's the funny thing. Did I tell you what happened is we got there and there was an extra spot. And they're like, where the fuck is Chuck? I'm like, I didn't know I could invite him. I wanted to. <laughs> I, thought this was for, I thought this was for instructors. I thought this was for cool people. This was for the rad folks, not that guy. I mean, you know he's not white, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a problem in our crew. <laughs> we, have a, yeah. we, have a, we have a highly diverse group of jackasses sarah's like yeah i know he's not white i i need some gardening done so can you call him <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of funny actually the utah rider ed collection of coaches is the the only thing that the coaches seem to all have in common is we're all jackasses <laughs> and we love motorcycles mm-hmm. other than that it is the most weird group of people i have ever worked with that's very cool yeah but um, i but yeah i i can't tell you Mm-hmm. I can't. Oh, this is how it is. I can't tell you about wheelie school, mm-hmm. but you should really go to wheelie school. Okay. <clears throat> I imagine that conversation with my wife. Uh, honey, I'd like to go to wheelie school. Pregnant pause. Uh huh. <laughs> Everyone should really go to wheelie school, but I can't tell you about wheelie school. No, we don't talk about. It. We don't talk about wheelie school. Hey Chuck, you just ruined wheelie school. <laughs> Chuck, you ruin everything. A giant spring pops out. This morning, <laughs> no, I'm ruined. No, oh, no. Why, Chuck? Why? why? 
So uh, one listener sent us a, a, a quick critique of, uh, of our, uh, our Suzuki interview. Um, he said he kept hearing a weird noise. And it turned out that the weird noise was actually when they were ta- when he was talking about how the uh, the exciting thing about the SV was that it was a, uh, a cafe racer. Uh-huh. And he heard this weird noise. It sounded like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so uh, he finally figured out what it was. It was me rolling my eyes so hard to hear it, <laughs> which I think is completely unrealistic because when I roll my eyes, it doesn't sound like anything. Why did it do that? Do what? All they did was this. Why is that happening? Well, you should see a doctor. No, it's just it's there's no actual noise to me rolling my eyes. Look, say something that would make me roll my eyes. Harleys are really cool. See, nothing. I'm I'm a little concerned. I I think you should make a, an appointment with your optometrist. It's fine. Do you use it's eye nothing. drops, moistening drops? Not usually. Like They're a little dry today. It's no big deal. Because that's not that's not healthy. That's not right. BMWs are a great economical option as a touring bike. <laughs> you sure you don't feel that? Nah, it is. It's a little itchy on some level. I don't. I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Definitely itchy in the eyes area. Maybe I'll try some drops later. Everyone should be driving SUVs. I, I do have one upstairs. <laughs> and yet. And yet. And yet. Meanwhile. <laughs> In Do more... you see anything weird when it does that? No, no, mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the world of totally realistic questions from listeners, uh-huh. does crazy town accept raccoon pelts as payment for greasy bolts? Jonathan. Yes. yes. Wes writes, literally laughing myself to death. R.I.P. Wes, his show is pretty good. <laughs> we'll miss him. Finally queued up episode 209 because I have to write a bunch of boring-ass reports. Wes's boss, cover your ears. Earmuffs. (laughs) Listening to you two is the only thing keeping me from insanity while I'm doing it. From the opening voicemail, you have the $6 million, right? LOL. Mm -hmm. Podcast (laughs) dollars. (laughs) To the goodbye. Great episode. I love the attack interview format a lot. It suits you guys to a T. I don't think I could pull it off, but y'all nail it. In fairness. Chuck can't by himself. <laughs> I am I am not really an attack person, though, unless it's something that makes my eyes roll. <laughs> P.S. I found both Wheel Nerd stickers you tagged me with. Four days later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tagged a, quite a few people with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nicely done. Yeah. Strong showing. Uh, thank you. Strong showing across the board. Yeah. My greatest regret is I never tagged Eric Buell. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there was an opportunity Missed there. Missed opportunity. I was too busy hugging. Yeah. Well, and, you were you were too busy just being super excited. And tear and gassing. Ruining. And getting maced. And ruining things. Ruining. But do you see the weird thing that's going on with that? Yeah. Yeah, the liquidation company has like a couple of the guys from the uh, the factory. And they're like, we'll, we'll sell some parts and things. I think what it is, liquidation company has bits, some bits left. And they need to sell other bits to make, to sell those bits. Yeah. And they're trying to like they they've sat down and they've done the math. They're like, okay, if we do this and this, then we'll get a little more gone. That's all I can think of. Because I mean, like the stuff that's sitting there that nobody's buying is useless to them. Yep. Like that's just literally just stuff that they have to find a place to put. They're claiming they've had to go out buy new stuff to to because mm-hmm. they want to build bikes again as a boutique builder. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, and the really fishy thing about it mm-hmm. is the press release they sent out didn't mention Eric. No. No. It's conspicuous lack of Eric Buell. Yeah. So yeah, there's 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 a there that there's a smell. There is something weird. I'm not buying it. I'm I they're trying they're trying to unload the last little bit is what's going on. That's that's what I think is realistically happening. Yeah. I mean it just you know, half of a half of an eleven ninety sitting in a warehouse is making them zero dollars. Yeah. And it's probably costing them money. So might as well try to build a bike out of try it. Try to get get you know, get the other half and get rid of something. But then they have to like warranty it and <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's, it I'm, seems weird. It it feels like it feels like what they're actually doing is they're trying to turn up the hype factory a little to move a couple more things. I guess. Like they like they'll they'll turn up the hype factory to be like, ah, we you know what we decided it wasn't gonna make it. It just I mean, at this point, it just feels like that dead horse, you know? It's just... Yes, just just enough. Already. I kind of... I, I feel like they're going to release a video of Eric clearly not being held hostage and being forced yeah. to read a card <laughs> about how great the new EBR bikes yeah. are. He'll have both of his middle fingers extended as he reads it. <laughs> he's just... He's going to be blinking in Morse code. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> Send wheel nerds. <laughs> not Chuck. <laughs> So what have you learned this week, Chuck? I ruin things. You ruin everything. The show's still going. That's true. Yeah. Against all odds. <laughs> oh, we're going to take a breather for the Christmas season, as you can imagine. Oh, I know what I'm doing for New Year's. What's that? I'm going to be in fucking Japan. Oh, neat. Yeah, I'm leaving the 28th. I'm going to be out of the country. Fuck you bitches. Mm. Well, that's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm sure Todd. there won't be a war with North Korea. While I'm there, it's a nice, uh, nice Korean Peninsula you got there. Or China, or anything will bad will happen. <laughs> That's all we got time for this week. Until the next time, I'm Todd. Why am I so bad at things? <laughs> Don't understand. Well, ride safe, everyone. Fuck. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We'll see you next year. I'm going to buy your bike. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Look, computers are hard, okay? Selling a super bike cr- Wait. Hold on. So many burps. <laughs>